Hello and welcome to Get Flushed, the portable sanitation podcast. My name's Pete and I'll be your host. I have to start this week with a massive shout out to David A, who's become the first patron to make a monthly contribution towards the show. David, thank you for your encouragement and support. I really enjoyed talking with you last weekend and I'd always hoped the show would become a success and I can't begin to tell you how exciting it is to know that other people share my enthusiasm too. In return for his monthly pledge, David will receive early access to the show, regular bonus episodes and a digital digest that gives a timestamped index for each episode. And to mark this momentous occasion, David will also receive a Get Flushed coffee mug which will be winging its way across the Pacific soon. Enough of that. Okay, I also have to say a special thank you to three friends who've been in touch with comments and feedback about various aspects of the show. Ryan Granger at Acadian Sanitation in Lafayette, Louisiana, Ty Worthington at Limitless Events in Manitoba, and Ross Ambrose at AAA PortaServe in High Springs, Florida. Gents, I've enjoyed hearing from you all, and I really do appreciate your feedback and advice. Don't worry, I won't be offended. If you have criticism of the show, I'm quite happy to use that and improve the way that things are done. When anybody joins the portable sanitation industry, whether they're an owner or a driver, or they work in the office or drive the forklift in the yard, I always tell them to ride shotgun with other drivers as much as they possibly can. That's the best way to find out about toilets, learn the ropes about sanitation, and see how the job is done. But you have to go in with open eyes. However good we are, we all develop bad habits. And because sanitation drivers tend to work alone, I have a theory that we start to cut corners. We start to get a bit slack. Sometimes it's deliberate, other times it's just a subconscious thing that we probably don't even notice. As an owner or a manager, it's up to you to set the standards for the rest of your crew. You have to make sure that everyone in the team knows exactly what's expected and that they don't start cutting those corners. One of the most visible places that I've seen standards drop is in the urinal. Now for those who don't know, it's typical for plastic toilet cabins to be fitted with a stand-up urinal. Not every toilet has one and not every owner does it, but when they're fitted they commonly go on the left just behind the hinge side of the door. And the urinal is usually a moulded plastic funnel or cup that drains directly into the toilet tank. While many portable restroom operators fit urinals, I know at least one business owner who doesn't. Her logic is that when a user sits down on the loo, the urinal sits at eye level, or more accurately, at nose level. The smell of whatever has been in that urinal pan goes straight up your nose as soon as you sit down. And that's because the urinal drains directly into the toilet tank, usually without any form of U-bend or trap which means the odours from down below come straight back up and if you're sitting at nose level, you're going to breathe those in. When I first started in portable sanitation and I jumped in for ride-alongs with other drivers, it wasn't the smell of poo that I noticed. No, it was stale urine. It's not the same smell you get from number twos. Stale urine is strong and sour. It's ammonia with a twist of... Well, I'm sure you get the idea. 
As we went from job to job, I noticed that a lot of toilets had stand-up urinals and pretty much all of them were covered in a white or grey film that looked like limescale. It was hard and rough and it didn't come off. It looked bad and it smelled even worse. I asked one of the drivers and he said, oh, that's uric scale, it happens. I asked, why don't we clean it off? Oh, it doesn't come off, he said. Really? Nah, it's as hard as. Over the next few days, I did some research into uric scale and I found out that when urine leaves the body, it's actually sterile. That is, a person with healthy kidneys produces urine that doesn't contain bacteria. But, as it's exposed to the air and it begins to break down, a chemical reaction starts that converts urea into ammonia. And it's ammonia that allows the formation of calcium, magnesium and phosphates, which in a urinal presents itself in two forms. The first is struvite, which is a soft compound that can be easily removed with a brush. And the second is calcite, which is really hard and can't be removed with a brush. Over the next few weeks, I looked inside every toilet I passed, including ones that belonged to other providers. And sure enough, the majority of the urinals were covered in uric scale. A while later, I was poking around inside the dangerous goods shed and I found a 20 litre plastic container on one of the shelves that contained a pink syrup. I dusted it off and there on the label were the words, Uric Scale Remover. Huh? I got my phone out, I ran an internet search and sure enough, that stuff removes Uric Scale. So I dragged a toilet out in the yard, I poured some into the urinal which was covered in uric scale, and I won't say it bubbled and fizzed, but it definitely produced a light foam. I waited a while, and then I wiped it with a rag, and yep, the crusty stuff started to dislodge. And I needed to give it a fair bit of work with a nylon scouring pad, and at one point I'm fairly sure I got a scraper to work into the tight corners, but after a while, that urinal looked brand new. After that, Scale became a bit of an obsession with me and I set about persuading the other drivers to sort it out. It smells, it looks horrible, it ruins the presentation of your toilet and if I was a paying customer, I wouldn't accept that. Unfortunately, the bad news is that when anybody pees into your urinal, you're going to get a build-up of uric scale, especially in non-flushing urinals. And that's because the pee isn't washed away by water. Instead, it sits on the surface of the plastic exposed to air, and that allows the ammonia to form, which in turn allows the struvite and calcite to form. Uric scale begins as a fine film, and it only takes a couple of days, maybe sooner during heavy use. As it gets thicker, it forms a light-coloured haze. Now, you might not see it to begin with, but on smooth plastic, and I stress, wearing a latex glove, you will definitely feel it. It feels a bit like fine grit sandpaper. The good news is that that thin film is struvite, which is really soft, and it comes off with a brush. If you do nothing more than spray it with toilet cleaner once a week and give it a good scrub, you'll keep on top of it. It's as simple as that. But you'd be amazed at how many workers miss that step. Are they being lazy? Do they not have enough time? Or is it just not important? They don't see it. If you don't clean the urinal and you allow the struvite to form, that will attract more crystals. And it builds up really quickly. It soon becomes noticeable. It's thick, it's smelly and it's scaly and that's calcite which is much harder to remove. You can't scrub it off with a brush and it won't wash away with bleach. If you do pour bleach on, it will fade. And although you can't see it, it's still there. If you keep your glove on and rub your finger on, you'll definitely still feel it. 
The good news about the thick scale is that if it does form, it comes off with a Uric scale remover. To find out more about Uric scale remover, I found somebody in the business. My name is Tina Stinnett. Sunrise Environmental is an family-owned business. They've been around for about 44 years or so. They are the Tolati family. And I started working for them almost 20 years ago. Tina, I know you're based in Nevada, but how far is your reach? I've got customers spread out all over the United States. And can you tell us a little bit more about Sunrise? We actually take care of different industries. We do a lot with like food-grade lubricants for the farmers, for tree shakers, automotive. But with the portable toilet industry, we originally started doing work with them with our graffiti remover. That was a huge seller. And a lot of my customers were asking if we had anything that would clean the urinals. So I started sending them samples of stuff that I would mop my floor with. And they would be like, nope, that didn't touch it. And I was like, really? So I'd send them a stronger degreaser cleaner and have them try that out. And they would come back and be like, nope, that didn't touch it either. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what do you guys drink up there that is making it to where you pee and it sticks so hard? You know, because I had no idea what urinals could be like. So I went with our toughest product, which is a concrete degreaser cleaner. We started sending out samples. So next thing I know, everybody was saying how great it worked on their urinals. So what happened next? So the company gave it a different name, and we call it Scalex, and that's our second top-selling product for the portable toilet. I asked Tina how the product worked and how it was best applied. The product is a high alkali degreaser, so it also works as an oven cleaner, and it also will degrease concrete, cement, so like if your car leaks oil in the driveway, you can even use this product to clean your concrete. For all the people listening, how is it best used as a uric scale remover? When the buildup is extremely bad, I ask that they go ahead and just try it out on the full strength, put it in a spray bottle, spray down the urinal, let it sit for just a couple of minutes, and then they can go and remove the urine buildup. And then after that, once they've got the urinal cleaned up, then they can dilute the product. I suggest at least one to five, even one to ten. And then if they keep up on the urinals, they don't get any more buildup. So Scalex really strong? Our product is a super concentrated product. Tina, I've heard some people say that you can just use household cleaners. A lot of people do use oven cleaner. And they can even get that stuff from like the dollar store. But it's very fumey. It's really harsh, especially when you're in an enclosed area and you're spraying this high alkali product. You can't breathe. Our product, being a bulk liquid and not in the aerosol, we don't have those nasty fumes in it. So, Tina, if anybody wants to try Scalex, how can they order the product? I like to have this customer try out free samples. I really like to have them try it out, and then they can be, get the most impressive results. In fact, anytime I send a free sample, I like to ask the customer to try it out on the worst stained urinal that they've got, which is usually one that's already been replaced and it's sitting you know, by the dumpster. Of course, if somebody wants to buy some, I'm more than willing to sell it. But I just like people to try it out before they put money into it. So they can give me a call, and my phone number is toll-free. It's 1-800-648-1153, and my extension is 3014. And they can give me a good address where I can send them some free samples, and we can go about it that way. My email address is Tina, T-I-N-A, 
at sunrise and like nancy v like victor.com and they can give me their um address information as well too and then i can send them some free samples one of the things people have told me is that it takes too long to remove the uric scale from your rhino and i asked tina how long it would take an operator to use a product during a service it's good to give it a little bit of sitting time so you can spray it first thing when you get there spray the urinal pump your toilet wipe it or rinse it clean you use the uh, pressure washer or something but maybe mm, three minutes to clean the urinal with our product on a service last week i spoke to david pipkin from portaclear who told me more about uric scale in the wastewater industry that's actually called struvite and struvite is a big problem in municipal wastewater because struvite is actually three things. It's magnesium, ammonia, and phosphate. And we call it the three-legged stool. So, David, can Clear be used to control uric scale? We're very effective at eliminating ammonia. And if you take my product and you put it into the side urinal, it will knock out the ammonia... And without the ammonia, you can't have struvite formation because magnesium and phosphate won't cut it. And what about uric scale that's already formed on the urinal? We're not quite certain if it will dissolve the struvite if it's already formed. But if my product is going in that urinal at least once a week, and this industry is a one-week cycle over and over and over again, then you won't have the formation of the struvite. As I researched this episode, I learned that uric scale is not just a problem in New Zealand. I've seen photographs of stained urinals from the United States and Europe, and that suggests that it's a global problem. The more I look into it, I can't help feeling that portable restroom operators who don't deal with uric scale are doing themselves, their customers, their toilet users, as well as the wider industry, a massive disservice. Sure, Preventing and removing uric scale takes more time and costs more money because you have to buy additional products. But not dealing with it sends the wrong signals to everyone. I feel really strongly that restroom operators are already undervalued. Competing with the lowest price is a crazy strategy and presenting urinals that are covered in scale reinforces the perception that we don't deserve to charge more for the service we provide. Okay, that brings us to the end of today's show. Many thanks to Tina at Sunrise Environmental and David at Portaclair for their help today. Their contact details will be in the notes for this episode and I'm sending them both a Get Flushed coffee mug for taking part. Before I close, I have a small favour to ask. The best way for the podcast to grow is by increasing its listener base and word of mouth is the best recommendation I could receive. If you've enjoyed the series so far, please tell one customer, one colleague or one friend every day for this week to listen in. Once again, I've been Pete and you've been listening to Get Flushed, the portable sanitation podcast.